Show these to Dad. He'll hate him. Grandpa, will our dad be home tomorrow when we get back? Well, he's a busy man in a very troublesome job, Tum Tum. <laughs> Was that Grandpa trying to throw some shade here at, at FBI agent Sam Douglas? Look, man, I mean, he, being a bad father himself in the past, I'm sure he knows a bad father <laughs> when he sees one. Was he a bad father, too? Is, it, is that how it goes? That he's a bad, a bad father-in-law? Maybe a bad father-in-law. Yeah, bad, bad, grand, bad grandfather. <laughs> grand, bad grandpa. We need to debate that. We, we got to get to yeah. that. We'll, we'll bust that out in a minute. But No, but I'm glad that he's, you know, he said, no, he's a busy man. It's code for, well, he's at an arms deal, kids, and he might die. <laughs> so it's better to just say that I don't know versus now he might not may be alive to say, say, goodbye, say hi to you. Does he know? I thought maybe he knew like he's always putting his job ahead of him and he's like, he probably isn't home, but who knows? Well, it's both. It's like <laughs> it's he's both. too busy. For, he's too busy, you, but all busy for you. But also he might die. He's a smart grandfather. So, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. This is episode 85. If you're we're looking not for dead. Our, yeah, we we're not die. dead. We're still we here. <laughs> well, if you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast.com, follow us on Twitter at The Last Row Pod, Facebook, Spotify, head out to Apple Podcasts and Podchaser if you're enjoying the show. Please consider leaving a five-star review. Thank you to everybody that's left one so far. Welcome back, Badway. I'm happy to see you again through the, through yeah, the screen here. I mean, we're both busy men, and we both have troublesome jobs. Yeah. But we will always be there to say hello. We're not... We're, Every you know two what? weeks. Back in the day, we might have been bad podfathers here, but I think we right now... We were terrible podfathers. We, we did not show up. We, we were we were sporadically in and out. Is it? We, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Is, is it is it podfather like an ESPN fantasy football guy? Like... Oh, then that's a Pod Vader, I think. Right? Pod Vader. Yeah. Okay. I thought then, we were gonna. I thought we were gonna get like. Uh, gonna have to like delete that for something. No, no. Do Do you okay. remember when? You know, this goes way back in the deep cut for anyone that was listening back when we were in that Potter Madness thing, and 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 Matthew Barry uh. blocked me on Twitter because, <laughs> <laughs> because we we were going against the whatever his friend's podcast was. I don't even remember yeah. this. It's because he's soft. You did nothing to that's him. A, that's a deep cut there for anyone that's listened to this show for a while. But anyway. anyway, Three Ninjas, 1992, martial arts slash ninja slash comedy, directed by John Turtletaub. Do you know John Turtletaub, Drew? He, we did one of his other movies before, didn't we? Uh, we yeah, we did. Um, it's a little movie you might remember. It's called National Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of this guy's first movies, right? Yeah, so this guy actually um, did a lot of good movies, you know. Well, good, you know, here or there. Cool <laughs> Runnings, one of them. Great movie. Uh, Phenomenon with John Travolta. It's not bad. Not, not, not a great movie. <laughs> it's all right. Disney's The Kid with Bruce Willis. I've never seen that. It's not great. National <laughs> Treasure, obviously, and National Treasure Book of Secrets. We still got to do that one, by the yeah. way. Sorcerer's Apprentice, you know. Not seen that one. Yeah. You know, so he's... <laughs> He's done some shit. He's, yeah. done some, he's done some stuff, <laughs> for, you know. For lack of a better word. Couple things. He's done a good couple things. Uh, <laughs> IMDB 5.3 out of 10. Uh, it's too high. Too high. <laughs> Round tomato 32%. Uh, it's a bit it's too high. Right. Metacritic 36%. Uh, it's too high. 
This one's this is this you, one might shatter my my childhood, man. I don't know. You 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 turned into like parody John Travolta. What do we do? What we do? This <laughs> you know, it's a bit too high. Or like Bobcat Gulf Goldthwait. <laughs> you know, it's a bit too high. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's like, like four. It's, right like, it's like four a.m. Sorry, guys. Oh, Young siblings, Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum Douglas. Drew, this is going great. What do you know about Tum Tum Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> That's not like a serial killer. The Douglas, the Douglas kids, the Douglas twins. <laughs> Sam and Stan Sweet. Sam and Stan Sweet. Rocky and Colt Douglas. Tum Tum Douglas. The, oh, this the, is going great. The Douglas boys, Rocky, Colton, Tum Tum, arrive for their summer stay with their ninjutsu master grandpa. Who has, who has passed down his vast knowledge of martial arts to the boys. I'm crying. I'm He's crying right given now. the martial arts knowledge to the boys, Drew. Mm-hmm. Catch up. Okay. With all the swords and everything. Yeah. But they're accosted by the criminals. <laughs> Were they accosted, Drew? What does accosted mean? I like, think it's like... Like, officially. I don't... <laughs> We gotta, you gotta Google it. I don't know. To approach sure. and speak to someone in an often challenging or aggressive way. You can't. It's kidnapping is not equal to accosting. No, Drew. Did, did you so, have that ready at the fingertips? You, you I typed it. it. Man, I typed you're it. You're good. Uh, so uh, whoever wrote this, <laughs> I got words. Uh, they don't have words. Uh, by the criminal Snyder, a rogue ex-student of Grandpa's who <laughs> kidnaps the boys as part of a scheme to get the FBI agent dad Sam. Sam Douglas. But <laughs> Snyder doesn't know just how skilled his abductees are. So we got so we got Rocky Colton Tum Tum Douglas. Douglas and we got the Douglas FBI twins. agent dad, Sam. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> it's Sam Douglas and Rocky Colton Tum. You don't you don't have to last name give the freaking nicknames. All right. Oh my god, man. I, I, don't know why, is, I don't know why I get mad at these these descriptions. I don't know why. I just get we're mad off to a great start here. That's that's yeah. all I can say to the listeners here. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> Taglines. Tag Action at its best. Exclamation is it, point. Is it at its best? I, I, <laughs> this, this movie might shatter some, some, some dreams here. And then there was one I, I just straight up crossed it out, but I'm going to read it anyway. It says, right. Disney's new or a big shot. A Bruce Lee for young people, which makes no sense at all. Was that like the Japanese translation of a, of a poster from Japan? It, it might have been because it might have been translated from you know, some other language. A winner is you, that kind of thing. It yeah. might be, and yeah. it's poor, poorly translated. And then there's another one coming at you, which I kind of like it. Fine, whatever. Kind of right? like it. It's coming whatever. at you. Nothing. I, I, I changed the better. you. I changed the you for a yeah. You know, coming at you. Coming at you. Especially in '92, like '92, yeah. coming at you. Coming at you. Financials. Now, I have a couple questions for you on the budget here. They yeah. spent two and a half million. This is estimated according to Wikipedia. What did they actually spend that too money high. on? And and they made by by the way, cumulative worldwide gross twenty nine million. So two two and a half million seems like a lot of money for the type of sets that they had. Like, what could they have possibly used well, this on? You know, probably the futuristic phones that were in the bedrooms yeah. of of the kids. That's the probably what the, most, the most of the money. Yeah, was all that. The, the Bluetooth canned headset, yeah. which had zero strings on it whatsoever. Yeah. How was that working? I don't know. Maybe uh, we probably spent you know a cool bill on that sweet light up red uh, red eyed dummy. That was pretty with cool. all the pressure point spots. That was pretty cool. And the rest of it was probably uh, I don't know how, how much does it cost to rent a shipping boat? Yeah, 
That boat looked pretty sweet. It's docked, so it's not going anywhere. That's true. And they had the Airbnb for Grandpa's house. You know, that sweet cabin in the woods. Great great Airbnb. I don't know. I don't know. And $29 million, it's a decent return. I mean, look at that. It's like a bunch of of more money. I think for 1992 and for a kid's movie, that's kind of not great for adults. That's not bad. This was this was Touchstone Pictures, which I didn't realize. Looking back on it now, it makes sense because I was like, "Wasn't this a Disney movie?" And yeah. it was Touchstone Pictures, which was the offshoot of Disney. It's like it's like a secret Disney movie. Yeah, they didn't want to yeah. call it because there was swords yeah. and stuff in here. They can't have the mouse, you know, with yeah. the swords. Awards. So it was nominated for an outstanding young ensemble cast and a motion picture oh. young artist award in '93. And Very prestigious. So, by the way, I, last last episode, you you. You know, you said, "Hey, we made this a segment now, so it's I'm, I put it in again. So I guess it's official. I mean, you you made it a segment. It's official. I'm just, I'm just along for the ride. It's official. <laughs> but let me tell you who they lost out to, because normally, like this wasn't that funny of an award. It's just kind of a whatever. But yeah. there's a couple. So other movies that were nominated were The Newsies with Christian Bale and a whole bunch of other people. I like it. Ladybugs with Jonathan Brandis and a bunch. Love of Love that people. movie. Love it. Mighty Ducks episode. Great, what is obviously. it? Episode. One of our show, you know? How do you not know our first episode? (laughs) Forgot. How do you not know? It's been like, what, six years at this point where we had off for three years? It is one. Everyone, if you're listening, don't listen to it. It's probably terrible. It's probably bad. Um, And then the loss to Hook, which, you know, Ah. I got to give that. The Lost Boys, you got to give that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a fan of Ladybugs myself. I've never actually seen that. I would have given the Young Ensemble Awards Ladybugs, you know? I give it to Mighty Ducks in this one, but... You know, I, I don't yeah, think actually, not to be a jerk, right. but I don't right. think this movie belongs in the conversation with these other movies. No, it's not. It doesn't it really belong isn't. at all. It doesn't belong at all, man. No, I don't know. Which one of these is not like the other, for sure. I, I want to talk more about the nostalgia of this movie, but let's save it for the end. We'll go right, let's just jump right into the movie this time, because yeah. there's a bunch of stuff to talk about. And Yeah, clearly I, this is a movie that we've all, you know, yeah. seen as a kid, if you if you were born in the, in the early 80s. But yeah, let's... uh. Well, we'll get to that later. And I and I think you know the majority of people when I when we tweeted this out or we put it on Instagram and everything, it sounded like you know there was a decent buzz. People were excited about this one. I know we had people request it in the past. Hot buzz. But there's a bunch of topics, and the first one that I just want to get your perspective on is mm-hmm. let's just talk about Grandpa because that's, that's what yeah. his IMDb first, credit is. Grandpa. First and foremost, yeah, he has no name. It's just Grandpa. And this guy has a checkered past. That's all I'll say. And let, let's start with the grandpa and the boys ninja training, because there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack here. What do yes. you think of this guy? I don't know. Like you say checkered, like, is it like, I can't tell if he's formerly a bad guy or if he was just a uh, buddy great, buddy man. with a bad guy. And once he learned he was bad, he exited the situation. Like what, what was that? It was pretty gray, in my opinion. They, they, if we'll get to the official villain of the movie, Hugo Snyder, later, but the backstory was that he had some type of dojos with this guy and he, tra- he was training his people. Now, did he know that they were henchmen at the time? I don't know. What else was he doing? Was Hugo Snyder always a bad guy? We'll, we'll debate that. But I don't oh, know yeah. what his relation was to this guy. Like, it, he trained him. So was he a student first and then he surpassed him? Like, clearly this guy knows what he's doing. Now, if you rated his own ninja skills, he needed a stunt man for 95% of the shots <laughs> that he was in. And it was like clear as day, obvious. Oh man. Because he turned and it was like the guy was six inches taller. Yeah. Like six inches slimmer. <laughs> like it was hair, clearly a stunt hair man. Hair flopping in the breeze. Oh yeah. Is that why you think they made him wear the hood? 
because yes. it was easier to hide the end him. scenes, the scenes at the at the climax. Definitely, I think the ninja suit helped conceal his identity. So really, he might not even have been alive during the last scene. In the I movie. think he actually died. It was, just a, it was just a new guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about him as a teacher because you you can put these movies in. I don't know, a box, and you can say, oh, this is the same as Karate Kid. This is the same as Sidekicks. This is the same as Johnny Tsunami, you know, one of the other movies back in the day. And I, I kind of looked at it, right? So you look at Mr. Miyagi. He's Daniel LaRusso's teacher. You look at Mr. Lee from Sidekicks. He was the teacher, the the restaurateur, and the, and the teacher of Jonathan Brandis's character. It, to me, this one's a little bit more, I know it's not surfing, but it's a bit more on the Johnny Tsunami side because his grandfather obviously is is family. This guy's yeah. the family of the kids. There's this weird relationship with the dad and, and all this stuff. It's like a family drama almost in this case. Yeah. I don't know. How do you compare him? Well, first of all, I have to admit that I have never seen Johnny Tsunami. So oh my I, God. I am like completely in the Are dark on the Johnny right Tsunami now? territory. Get I know of, it, man. I know of him. Shang Tsung's no. in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is this, is was Tsunami's uh, training forbidden? No, well, it, instead of it being the father-in-law, it was the father. So the dad didn't mm. want the kid doing all the stuff that he was doing. So it was a yeah. very similar thing. He wasn't doing karate; he was surfing. Yeah, you know. I think I think all intentions were good for all for all uh, you know masters, if you will. But I feel like this grandpa here in Three Ninjas was the, was the most irresponsible. Yeah, tell me, right? tell me why you think so. Because you could look at it in a vacuum and say, "Oh, he's just teaching them martial arts." So, what yeah, do you think uh, is irresponsible about no, this? No, he's not teaching them. Like you know, you don't go down to to uh, Tiger Lee's dojo <laughs> down the down the street, right? It's not karate class where you put the kids in karate class, right? And they do competitions. Yeah. This is ninja training, teaching their kids to like hit pressure points and you know, <laughs> real pain maker stuff, and. <laughs> Weapons training, Drew? Weapons training. Ninja stars. Dude. Throwing stars. Sword play. Nunchucks. They were getting they were getting bullied on the basketball court. This stuff comes in handy. Is this kid what I'll these say. kids are eight years old? How old are these kids, Drew? They're eight, killers. Eight, ten, and twelve, maybe? What how old do you think they actually are? Is that is that what you would say? Tom Tom's like know. six. You think I, he looks <laughs> no. six to me. My daughter's five and like, I don't know. You well, think he's but yeah. you put a, you put a sword in her hand, she'll grow up a little quicker. <laughs> She's not that far off from Tum Tum. I mean, I don't know. So that he was using ninja stars. I think probably ninja stars are super irresponsible to give a kid <laughs> because yeah? kids like to throw you stuff. You know, <laughs> kids like to throw stuff. I mean, yo, know, there's kids in this house throwing stuff all the time. Yeah. So you, you get. Throwing like ninja stars, yeah. you could yeah. accidentally probably Dude, kill somebody. Let me tell you the scene where they basically jumped grandpa, right? And it was like a training scene. Was where, that on purpose though? Did he know they were doing it? it no, like- I think he was coming home from the store. <laughs> and then Tum Tum just drops down and like he could have just ran him over had he, you know, grandpa's, you know, no spring chicken. Grandpa's no spring chicken. Like he could have just like, you know, been slow to the brakes. All yeah. of a sudden, the kid's dead. Then what do you say? To, then, then what do you say to the parents? Yeah, sorry. that's where the dad tells the mom, "I told you so." They're in the bedroom. The son's the son's murdered by the grandpa, <laughs> and they're just, you know, he'll just bring it up out of the blue, like five months down the line. You know, I told you that they shouldn't have been training with the kids. You know, yeah. it's all fun and games until yeah. grandpa runs yeah. you over with his yeah. boat convertible. 
<laughs> but thankfully, Grandpa's, you know, facilities are still with him to slam on those brakes. Yeah. But then the kids are throwing throwing stars at his crotch. They're beating him with sticks. They're throwing swords at him, jumping out of trees. I don't know, man. It just seems like it's too soon. You know, too, like this is too intense. There's a there's a very famous episode of Batman the animated series. Do you remember the one with the samurai? It was uh was it, I think it's Night of the Ninja and Day of the Samurai, or maybe it's I forgot which one yeah, it is. Like, but yeah, yeah. I, when he teaches him the death touch and yep. he wears the pad under his shirt. Yes. I remember when he was like teaching him how to punch in the chest. That's all I could think about when the grandpa is teaching them the death touch, except the yeah. death touch is like kicking somebody in the balls. That's yep. what it was. It was comedic, <laughs> I guess. But yeah. I guess in 92, kicking kids kicking somebody in the balls, that's like a funny thing. It's Maybe a funny not thing, so much yeah. now. So, <laughs> Maybe not so much now. <laughs> and like teaching them the pressure points, like you remember the, the so the light up scene, you know, with the dummy yeah. with the light up eyes. It's a very like, iconic. That, it's a very iconic scene for, for this movie. Like that's... That's some dangerous shit right there. You teach a kid to throw that stuff on the playground. Oh. So you so go on the record here. Do you not approve of this? I don't think I do. Like I think it's too it. much. I approve of I like the idea of giving the kids martial arts training. That's yeah. fine. But to make it their lives, it seems like they're all about this life. Well, Drew. they they were living with him for the summer, right? Yeah. Like you want your kids to learn karate. You don't want your kids to become ninjas. Right? True. Am I right? Or I no? mean, there is a big difference between being a martial artist and a ninja. These kids want to be ninjas, and they're, they're being like trained, trained to become ninjas. Yes, they're being trained to become assassins. And then you have to trust them to not use it. You know how much of a hothead that dude Colt <laughs> kid is? The middle kid? Yo, I, all I can say is, I, look, I've never even seen the sequels. Not the one with Hulk Hogan, not the ones with Eddie. Yeah. I've never seen them. But all I can think about was Colt was going to grow up and probably become some type of like murderer. He looked like yeah. the type that would become a murderer, didn't he? Yeah. He's like, at the at worst, he's Raphael, you know? Yeah. He's just the brooding, you know, I don't know, just hates the world, everyone's against me kind of kid. So, so the mom the mom seemed to be cool with this. The dad yeah. definitely wasn't. So, so yeah, that's the thing. The dad is like, I don't like, I don't like grandpa doing this stuff. And the mom is kind of on the fence where, oh, you know, it's kind of good for him. And the grandpa's bonding. I feel like she also probably feels it's a little over the top. But it's her but dad, she's, so it's cool. But she's trying to uh, compensate oppositely to not double team the grandpa to say, yeah. we gotta we gotta pull these kids away from but- that. What I'll say is, look, you're going to send your kids away for the summer so you can do whatever the hell you want to do, like yeah. whatever they're doing. Like, I get it. Look, it's like, oh, grandpa, they're going to spend time with grandpa. Dad's doing all his FBI cases. Dad doesn't give a crap about these kids, clearly, which we'll get to in a second. Well, Ma- I don't know what mom's doing. I have no idea. Like, you got to expect it. They know what this they know what this dude's about. It's not yeah. a secret. Yeah. Like, it's not a secret. Like, they sent him away. Like, you know, it's it's the payment for having your child's their children like taken care of for the summer. That's that's what I would yeah, say. Well, yeah, the, the, the dad clearly he loves the free childcare. That's what I. <laughs> he, like, he can complain all he wants, but you know he, like he's out there collecting one. evidence. Yeah, failing at his FBI job. Yeah. But, but so, so let me ask you this: Do you think he's a bad grandpa? No, because he cares. Question, he cares. He clearly loves the boys. Coming from a good place, you know, loves his daughter, the mother, and. He respects the father, even though he goes completely against his wishes. The father is actually the one that needs to, like, grow a spine a little more and maybe rein in the training a little bit. Yeah. If the father was actually active and cared, he would go up to that house in the woods 
where they're training and say, listen, Frank, I feel like the grandpa's name is Frank. It'll say it. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he needs to go up there and say, listen, Frank, you're allowed to do this, this, and this. I absolutely they do not the want guidelines. the kids. I do not want the kids touching throwing stars and swords and nunchucks. <laughs> but you can certainly teach them discipline and stamina and, you know, fighting styles that are non-lethal, please. But like, yeah, set the set the parameters. And that's what the dad is not doing. So he's not he's probably not allowed to have an opinion on this if he's not doing anything to to police it. Right? Or, or am I yeah. wrong? No, no, I agree with you. I think the dad should have grown a spine and set some type of guidelines. He just took the hardline stance of I don't give a crap about anything except for telling everybody what to do, but not being yeah. involved in their life. And I'm just gonna complain here and say they shouldn't do it. It's- and that's BS. You know, That's I BS. apologize. Apologize to all my uh, all of our police fans out there. You might be listening. You're a police officer, but typical police, you know, especially in the movies <laughs> where they just like to shout out shout out things like, "Hey, stop that! Hey, you, <laughs> knock yeah. it off!" Yeah, he's he's just trying to shout, knock it off, the grandpa, but not actually going over there and doing something. Well, I'll, hey, I'll you, say this. stop it. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask you too, related to them and their training, is. Do they have any regular clothes that whole time or were they wearing the karate gis? And is it a sign of disrespect to wear the karate gi outside of like the the training place, right? They're outside. I guess they could wear it, but it looked like they were wearing it just as like pajamas <laughs> and stuff like that. Like I've never really done martial arts, so I'm not like up on the, yeah. whether that's disrespectful or not, but yeah. the kids were wearing it as like a costume. They weren't, yeah. I don't, it just seemed like a plaything. Yeah. I don't think you wear it outside the dojo. I mean, I'm no expert, but. I guess the world is their dojo. And yeah, right. The other thing about the shoes, like I saw the ninja shoe, right? Where they have the split toe. Yes. Is that comfortable? I, like, I would don't you want to wear that? I don't think so. I looked this up on Wikipedia when I was watching this. I'm like, man, I got to learn about this. Like, I forgot what the specific name is. There's a name for it. Yeah. Like, this is the original, like, five toe shoes, I guess, when they were running around with, like, the people yeah. with the runners. But they say that it, they prefer it because it gives them more stability. But to where, me, that looks like it would be very uncomfortable. Where does the middle toe go? On, on the right? I think because it's like, all to the because right. Because the toe is so stabilized. Yes. I think the left you can go split two, three. is big toe only. Yeah, yeah. I think it's big toe only split. And the rest is, yeah. is your, you know, it's like thumb and the rest of your hand. I guess it's comfortable. Let, let's talk about these kids real quick. 90s fashion. I mean, they, they wore the karate gis most of the time, but... You think they got That's the Bugle 90s. Boy? Did they have the Massimo? Did they have the Umbro? <laughs> Umbro. Yeah. What's the other one? U.S. Polo Association? Like Man, whatever these brands are. There's nothing I wanted more on the boardwalk of New Jersey in, in like the summer of 1992 than to get like a get like an Umbro jacket. Yeah. They, the Umbro, they the Umbro too, wind, right? the windbreaker. The Umbro the, windbreaker. The, the yeah. windbreaker shorts, like yeah. the soccer pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a Bugle Boy hat. Did you ever have those? Google had to boy? have it. I did not have it, but I knew I knew of it. It looked like it, theirs. It I wore backwards yeah. too. Yeah. I was like, it oh, was, yeah. was it. What do you think of their ninja names? So you got Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. Because I got I got a really super scorching take here on this. But what? what <laughs> I, give me I, yours I'm, first. I'm a fan. I think they're iconic. I mean, I'm, I think they're. You know, Grandpa probably pulled them out of his ass. I don't feel like he he thought too much about it. But I think he knocked it out of the park. Listen, you gonna call me Tum Tum? I'm saying no. <laughs> I'm leaving. Listen. I'm gonna listen right back name, to you. Man. I feel like freaking six, seven year olds don't get offended. So Tum Tum, come on. I feel like Tum Tum is, is a term of endearment. You give it to the youngest one, and then he'll get a new name when he's like twelve. When people Tum-tum start making Tum fun Douglas, of him. Tum Tum Douglas, the serial killer, yeah. grows up to be a serial killer. <laughs> Tum Tum Douglas, Chip Douglas. And Colt Do you think Douglas. he gets a new name later? 
Does he get it? Does he get to choose his name? He gets a new name at twelve. He's like what the he, rook. What he actually like sh- takes it seriously. Yeah, because right now this is just funny games. It's more serious to Colt and Rocky. Tum Tum is just like he's still a, like a like a like a child, like a little baby. Do these kids get along? Like, what's their relationship? Because I, I want to know what what's your take on this because it's interesting. So my my biggest takeaway from this from this, this relationship is that they all share the same bedroom, right? Yeah, they have a pretty big house in the suburbs. There it seems like a very nice size. The type of house that has like four or five bedrooms, right? Yeah, it's a huge house. Why are they in the Why are they in the same bedroom? Either a they get along really well, or b dad just needs like four offices because he's a hot shot or something, right? I mean, dad might be having evidence in all those rooms. It's, <laughs> he's recreated the murder scenes. I mean, the one room was like completely covered in in what is it, painters tarps and stuff. I don't well, they know were, what they that were, was. The about. mom was redoing it. They said, "I don't know." I mean, for was what. that one of the bedrooms or what? What was it? I don't. I don't even know. No, that their, their their bedroom was very much lived in. It's not like they just scrambled to put a third bed in there. It was clearly calculated. Have all three of those boys lived in the same room? These guys look like the type that would have like six living rooms. You know, where they have furniture yeah. that you don't sit yeah. on. It's just like yes. set up for a room. Like you just look at it. That's the type of house that this was. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think I think they got along, and that's why I, I they know, wanted man. to be in the same room. What do you? What do you? So really, what are they like? Nine, eleven, thirteen? You thinking something Probably. like that? Probably. Rocky's the oldest, right? Colt's the middle one. Yeah. So Rocky, the thirteen-year-old, like he shouldn't be sharing a bedroom with a nine-year-old. It's like the, the gap is. A, I don't know. You don't think if that? He, I don't if know. that kid's nine, I don't think his kid that kid's nine. I think I think, I think they Dude, got along. It's he's like he's on the he's on the tin yeah. can talking to girls, man. Like well, can't be can't be having that. Well, it depends on what he's saying on the tin can there, you know. Yeah, he's exactly. Know. He he's he has to hold back. <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying, he has to hold back. <laughs> he he didn't even want to admit that he liked her though. That's the thing. No. And you know, clearly Rocky loves. He needs Emily. privacy. He's not ready to declare his feelings to his brothers that you know he's got to maintain a sense of leadership he's he's leonardo of the group apparently is it because he couldn't talk on the cans is why he had to pretend he didn't like her because he couldn't confess his love that's why yeah i don't know or maybe it's just too much ninja shit in his brain i don't I, know I, I, I listen i shared so i had i have a younger brother right he's two years younger than me yeah and growing up we shared a room even though i had my own room because we yeah. were close so we used to just hang out and when we would hang out we would just whatever like play video games or just hang out together yeah. we shared a room because it meant we got to talk more or hang out more and but, it was like even at, but, at bedtime right but it's two years though like that's 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 fair that's fair well, i think two years. i think maybe colt and rocky are close and sometimes like tagging along kind of thing but maybe that's what it was and he's just there for because i think didn't they just have a bunk bed and then there was a separate bed or something yeah 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 the older so, one had his own bed right. so maybe that's so what a very it was. large bedroom but i feel like at certain point Rocky's got to be like, mom, yo, in my room, my room here. I, I'm curious to know if it was of their own doing or it was because mom or dad made them like be friends or something like that. It's a very interesting question. Oh man. It's too nice of a house to cram all three kids into one room <laughs> is all I'm saying. What do you think too of their nice, outfits and, nice their, house. and their masks? Like the masks, the colors were pretty cool. I like the masks. The masks were fine. I think grandpa, you know, obviously grandpa cares, you know, he painted them up real nice. Do you think he really got those passed down over centuries, or you think get them at the like the thrift store? No, oh, total thrift store. Or he it made looked, them. It like the he Halloween made them. He made them that day or something. I don't know. Spirit Halloween store. He got yeah. it from. Yeah, <laughs> the mall. definitely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> definitely. Let, let's talk about one of the men of the hour. 
Bad father Sam Douglas. I'm calling oh. him a bad father. I'm just gonna declare it right just here. Just flat out. Just not even I'm not even putting through the ringer. Yeah, I'm just flat yeah. out saying it. Yeah. Because I think Sam Douglas, you know, is is just a bad father. He just is. Let's just call a spade a spade here and, <laughs> and just be honest with it. Because we'll there's see. a couple of categories we got to. I'm not going to judge a man until he's gone through the ringer, Drew. So, well, you're gonna we're gonna put him through the scale. We'll right. put him through the scale. But first, before we rate him as a father, I want to ask you: Let's rate this guy as an FBI agent. Like, is he even yeah. good at the job that he leaves his family well, for all the time? Yeah. First of all, Sam Douglas is very much an FBI agent's name. Yeah. So it is good on them. First of all. Second of all, no, I don't think he's very good at his job. Like, they had the drop on this bad guy Snyder. In the first ten minutes of the movie, like he was dead to rights, they let him they slip right through the fingers, and it seems like he's been chasing this guy for a long time. That's what I want to know, and especially with like the I joked about the checkered past of the grandfather. Is this why he married the daughter? Like, is this why he's in that marriage? Because he wanted to catch Snyder, and he knew that the grandpa was friends with him. Is this like a sham marriage? Do you here? think that he's been chasing this guy for at least twelve years, for as old as the kids are? He could be. <laughs> I mean, he's bad at his job, right? Like, we don't yeah. know. We don't yeah. know. He could have been. I mean, that that heist was so bad. He he pretended to be a limo driver. He sent the guy to be a fake arms dealer. <laughs> That guy, that's a white guy, Drew. I'm sorry. Was, listen, I'm sorry. That was the fakest mustache I've ever seen yeah. in my life. If you look at my notes, it says, that's a fake mustache. That's a fake mustache. With, <laughs> with, with a bunch of exclamation points. Yeah. Because it was clearly a fake. Now, I don't know if that's bad on on, on Sam Douglas or bad on Hugo uh, Snyder for not realizing it. Or it's both. his, both. Well, it's, it's Sam Douglas's job. Like, it's his operation. Yeah. He sent that guy out there to die. <laughs> like if I were Snyder, I would have shot that guy in the head once he got halfway to me. Yeah, if this if this wasn't Touchstone Pictures and this was like yeah. some real you know PG thirteen rated R kind of movie, that guy would have been that guy wouldn't make it. Yeah, that guy would have made it. <laughs> He'd have been shot right away. It, yeah. it, it, he would have just taken him out right away. I mean, I don't know. He he leaves his evidence on the table for the kids to find. That's pretty oh, sloppy. God. Policing, the files isn't it? are everywhere, Drew. They're everywhere. At least get a locked file box or a drawer or something. You can't have the kids. There's probably photos of like crime scenes there. Yeah. Just waiting for his seven-year-old kid to open up and get traumatized by. It's like evidence tampering too. Like imagine yeah. if he's got evidence there and the kids are playing with it. Could yeah. you imagine that? Sloppy. Sure. Yeah. It's sloppy policing, man. It's really bad. Guy probably keeps his guns unlocked. <laughs> you know, type of guy. Everyone in this gun had the 1992 cop gun, which was like that yeah. little, like, it looked like a cap gun, you know, yeah. with a little the revolver, revolver thing. It's a revolver. <laughs> the the yeah. little short one, though. It was so, yep. It's just really funny. Snub like, nose. Yeah. They got the snub nose. It looked really funny to me. Yeah. And the one point where the surfer guy had like three of them, which <laughs> I vote that we make the cover of this episode just because it's so All ridiculous. Right. But no, let, back, to, back to Sam Douglas here. What is his relationship with Snyder? Do you think he's been chasing him that long? I do. No, yeah, man, I feel like <laughs> it is very possible he married he married who he married just to get to close to the guy. guy because he was a business partnership with that woman's father. It's very possible. I wouldn't put it past him. Let's let's just do it. Let's put him in the barometer, man. You, you right. invented this thing, so you gotta you gotta talk I about mean, the categories. It's, it is not set in stone. We don't have set categories like the villain scale, but I think we do need to uh, address a few questions. Like, first of all, is he there for the kids? Like, is he, if, the, if we're asking, is he a bad father, we first have to ask, is he there for them? Like, both physically and emotionally and or emotionally. 
Do you want me to answer the, this now, or you want to go through the categories first? No, no, no yeah, answer this one first. Yeah, is he there? And no, I think hell it's, no. It's an obvious question. No, he's not there. He's always working, and we find this a lot in these movies. I don't know if it's just something we never, we never realized back in the day when we were watching these movies when they were new and we were kids, but why are there so many bad fathers in these movies? And none it's, of them, they're always too busy at work. Most of them are too busy at work. Pretty bad, too. Like, this guy, yeah. they were away for the whole summer. He's like, oh, no, it's nice to see you, kids. Oh, he gave new names. Yeah. Bye. And he left yeah. immediately. He didn't even give him like a hug, really. Yeah. Nothing. They pull up and he's like, the tires are screeching out of the driveway. <laughs> it's, it's like the motorcycle yeah. from Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. See you later, son. Yeah. Hey, Dad, uh, Grandpa, show me this new move. Here, watch. I don't have time. I know you just got home a second ago and I haven't seen you all summer, but I gotta go. Like, I mean, he is trying to catch Hugo Snyder, but yeah. he failed. He's been trying to do that 15 years. Get, get over it, kid. Like, get over it, dude. You're, you're done. He's, uh, what, you're not gonna his, catch him. So when you say, is he there for them, do we count the wife too? So is he there for his spouse too? Like, is yeah, he a good like, husband? Is there, is there a, yeah, uh, that, that factors into it. Is he there for the wife? Is it just the kids he's neglecting or is it the whole family? Is he divorced or are they married? Well, what if they're secretly divorced and we don't know it in this? I don't know. Yeah, I believe in this movie that they are not divorced. I think they're the not. mother is putting up with it. Yeah. She's almost at her wit's end. She had some good patience, I'll be honest. She has patience. Like, she did. They didn't say what she did. What is she? Did they talk about what her job was? I don't know. Maybe she's a paralegal. She she was some or like a real estate agent or something. Like I, I don't, don't know. know. I have no it, idea. I'm just guessing. She seemed like she did. Some, I mean, she was dressed up all the time, so she had some type of like office job, maybe okay. or something. Yeah. I don't know. So he's not a bad husband in the fact that he's not cheating, and they're still married. They yeah. may or may not be a rocky relationship. They didn't really. The, the the parents' relationship were not tested in this It looked like they were movie. out on a date at one point. Like, oh, yeah. your father and I are going to be out late. Now, who knows what they were doing? Yeah. But they were out, so it seemed right. like they were still okay. But you're right. It yeah. wasn't tested. There wasn't no. there wasn't an adulterous situation where, you know, Snyder yeah. hits him up with some, like, person that could cheat on his wife with him to, like, no. test him. So so the, the question of is he there is a big no, but at least he's not a scumbag. He's just yeah. a hard worker. He's a, he wor- it's true. just that he works too hard. It's, it comes from a good place, Yeah, but he's not a scumbag. I don't even know if it comes from a good place. It just means that he's so wrapped up in his work. He's cheating on his family with his work. That's that's a good way to put it, actually. That's the way, that's the way it is. But I guess, look, I guess if you're gonna, if you're going to be cheating on your family with your work, there's worse jobs to do it with. Like, at least he's trying to do something good for the world. Like he's trying to yeah. catch Hugo Snyder, but I don't know. It's not man. like he's selling mattresses. Like, like yeah, <laughs> like what's uh, yeah, his name? that's true. That's true. It is an admirable job, but I feel like is is this just like a bleak way to look at the world? Like it could be. You, you catch one arms dealer. There's like five others you don't catch. Those bombs that's are true. getting traded. Those those missiles. Those warheads. Those nukes. They're exchanging hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's no pretty nihilistic i know that's i'm sorry nihilistic. i'm sorry well i i think the answer to your question is is yeah. he there it's no he's not no there. he's not there he's definitely not there all right but but drew does he care i don't i think the answer to that is no too does he do anything for the kids does he, is he conflicted that he's a, that he's working so much no you know or what? Is he's so wrapped up in his job that he doesn't even realize that he's being a bad father. He cares when they catch the bad guy for him. Them and the grandpa catch the bad guy for him. He cares yeah. enough to take them out to pizza. That's at the end. Well, because they just they just solved his lifelong lifelong case. So he's of course he's grateful with pizza for twelve fifty for a twelve fifty pizza. 
<laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Well, what was what was the what was the place other than Chuck E. Cheese back in the nineties? Um, maybe Caesars? it's maybe it was just local. Uh, I don't know. It, it wasn't Sesame Place, although Sesame Place was Sesame a pizza place. Sesame Place was a place, yeah. Oh, man, it's going to forever haunt me. There's another Chuck E. Cheese-esque pizza place. I don't know. Damn it. Was it around here? F- yes, but it was like, I feel like it was a chain. It's, you have like, to it's look it up, f- I don't know. It's going to forever haunt me. If you guys know, please please, please hit us up, because <laughs> it's going to forever haunt me. Yeah, 12, a 12.50 pizza and a couple quarters for the arcade are not going to make up for the lost years of growing up. I, I, I don't think that he cares. I mean, he cares enough. Well... It's a tricky way, right? He cares enough to tell them that they can't do martial arts. Or, sorry, he, that they can't do ninjaing. Yeah. He cares for their well-being. He doesn't want them to die. I guess that's better than, yes. you know, he cares about that. Because yeah. I guess he's an FBI agent, so he has to care. But he doesn't but like, really care about them. Does he care about but, what they're interested in? I don't think so. No. So, in a lot of these movies with bad dads, you see it where the dad is feels bad that he's working so much. This guy doesn't care, man. He, he is not showing any of that. No. So he gets I in think the car does right he, away. So so the answer of to does he care, I think is no, right? It's also a big fat no. Absolutely. Is he there? No. Does he care? No. That's two down. Not looking I like how you rhyme that. Yeah. Over two, this guy. Yeah. Is there substance abuse? Not that we can see. I don't see it. I didn't I see mean, him drink one beer. I didn't see one booze in this video, in this movie. Could he be coked up or something? Because he's got to stay up all all night. I don't you know, know. maybe do, he's coked up. I don't know. Do cops get coked up? I don't know. Maybe, I don't, maybe I, they do. Maybe this. Maybe, I mean, you saw Bad do. Lieutenant Port a Call. Yeah, <laughs> you seen that's that? That's pretty extreme. I mean, that's Nick Cage. <laughs> that's Nick Cage. But you know, su- substance abuse. I don't know. He wasn't drunk. No, I'm gonna say no. Let's not. Let's not go nuts here. <laughs> he's not a drunk. He's not. He doesn't come home at 2 a.m. after, you know, 14 hours of work. Strip club. And is, and is also reeking of booze from the bar because he had to have a couple after the, after the shift. Yeah. So that uh, good on him for that. But he doesn't come home. Yeah, he actually. doesn't come home at all. He so. actually doesn't come home. <laughs> so who knows what he's doing? <laughs> oh, man. The imagination runs wild. I don't know. Do I think? don't know about this guy. I, I, I'll, I'll give it a no. Uh, he doesn't all do right. substance abuse. He seems yeah. too squeaky clean. I don't know. We don't have it written on here, but I'm I'm gonna ask it anyways. Does he uh does he make empty promises? He seems like the type. Because yeah. when Tum Tum said in the beginning, Do you think dad'll be home when we get there? And grandpa tried to stall for him. He tried yeah. to get, it seems like he's made one too many. Like, I'll be home tomorrow. Hey, because, you know what? I'll be at your basketball game. Yeah. I'll be at your martial arts exhibit. The fact that Tum Tum has to ask that leads you I to mean. believe that. He's once, at least once before, expected dad to be there That's when he I got mean. back when dad wasn't there. Exactly what I mean. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's there. I don't, yeah. I think he's, he's definitely the the type to make the empty promises. That's a good other, it's another good category that we should right. add on there. So to wrap up this, uh, this father talk, which, you know, when we say we're going to do the movie Three Ninjas, these people don't realize that we're going to talk about the father who's barely <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> For 15 plus minutes, but yeah. I think it's, I think it's important stuff. It, listen, this is hard hitting journalism yeah. here. This is <laughs> so final judgment, bad father, yes or no? The answer absolutely. is resounding. Yes, absolutely. He's a terrible father. You know, One I, of the worst I, fathers that we've seen in these movies. Yeah, I, absolutely. And it's funny because I've said, I said this last week about the villain scale, which we'll get to in a second, but we should probably chart the bad fathers here. He's, yeah. he's one of the worst. I don't know if he's as bad as the Angels in the Outfield guy because that guy like just did oh, not he's, care he's at all. He's scumbag. Yeah, that's deadbeat. 
Deadbeat's another level. Yeah, de- <laughs> bad father, deadbeat father, definitely another level. The, the angels of the outfield bad. father, he left a motorcycle dust in his kid's face <laughs> as he sped off. See you around, son. Bye. <laughs> and he left no. him in like an orphanage too. So yeah, it an wasn't orphanage. Even- <laughs> <laughs> it's not even with his mother. <laughs> He's just some creepy lady. Yeah. He's not at work. <laughs> Yeah. He left her with with the the, the turtle dove lady or whatever oh, the pigeon lady from Home Alone no, too. Come on. To wrap up, bad father. One more thing to like solidify this man as <laughs> terrible father. I forgot to even mention is that. So when they find out that the kids are kidnapped, right? Yeah. You know they just fought the the California surfer dudes, knocked them out, <laughs> no problem. And then you know the big henchman comes in and they get kidnapped, right? The father wants to go and you know obviously he knows. Oh my God, it's Snyder. I gotta yeah. get them. I know where they are. And then the grandpa goes, "Give me an hour." And he says, "All right." <laughs> this is his case. It's his. It's Snyder's case. It's 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 Sam's case. Yeah. And is his lifelong enemy yeah. Snyder has his kids, but he's gonna let Grandpa take care of it for an hour before he comes in. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. And Grandpa's climbing the ropes. Grandpa, and for all Sam knows, Grandpa is a crazy, psychopath, <laughs> nut bar, senile old man. He doesn't really know that Grandpa's actually a master ninjutsu artist. Yeah. But is he really? Because, like, all. What if he isn't? <laughs> what if he isn't? Is he really? Because I don't, I don't see it. The kids are Honestly. pretty good. The kids are pretty good. But. Look, I don't like there's there's we're already like 40 minutes in and I'm just going to tell the listeners like we're not going to be able to talk about all the scenes like it's just not going to happen. But I do want for a second because I want to go to the villain. This is and, what's important. Yeah. I, I, who cares about the Home Alone shenanigans? This it doesn't is matter. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, here's let's do this. Let's talk about Hugo. Don't call me Schneider. Snyder. Don't call me. Can I call him Posh? Uh, yeah. Hugo Posh. Hugo Snyder. Posh. Every time I hear this guy's name, I want to call him Schneider instead of Snyder. You can call him Schneider. It's I kept okay. calling him that the whole time. Okay. So he's he's not he's not Hugo Posh, the porn director. He's not Hugo Schneider, the the, the fashion designer. Like I don't know who this guy is, but we need to talk about this guy because and and as part of this, I do want to ask you. So don't let me forget. Right. Is the grandpa actually good at ninjutsu? I I don't know. Like he's is he just, actually a ninja? He he taught the kids. So but what if he's one of those like great teacher bad bad in practice yeah like you could teach like you could be a football coach but be actually bad at throwing a football <laughs> but like, how that's old a thing. is this guy this guy's like 97 years old yeah he's so old like he couldn't even move they they <laughs> oh you can see his face right now on, he's on running the chat around here. in his pajamas <laughs> that's what i mean he's climbing let's, up the boat let's let's talk about hugo snyder and I'm going to propose it this way. Last time we kind of talked about the guy and then we put him to the villain scale. Let's just talk about the scale as we just go through it. Do it all at once. Do it Let's live. Just do it at once. I want to talk a little bit about this guy. We'll, we'll set him up. So he he's an arms dealer and he has some clan of ninjas that are hiding out in this boat. And that's, you know, where he, he his base of operations is. And he's trying to sell missiles to some... I don't know, some colonel? I don't know who he was. I'm assuming who, it's some type of foreign actor, right? Who the hell cares? It's some type of person that he's going to go sell these arms. At the same time, he's also trying to kidnap some children and, and do all this other stuff so he can get away with this, this diabolical plan. 
But also, this guy was willing to murder an old man in cold blood in front of his grandchildren yeah, while his bad. crew of ninjas were watching, right? Yeah. This guy seems like a sort of a poor man's Terry Silver. I mean, look, yeah. I don't the, the the analogies are there. You got the slick back ponytail, you know we're going there. We're doing karate, you know, yeah. There's an old there's an old man involved, a teacher. So Let's put him through the scale. We'll talk about it. If you're new to the show, we talk about the villain scale. We've got four categories. We've got the look and the style. We've got the hideout and the layer. We've got the plan, and we've got the henchman. And it's a scale of one to five for each of these categories. Let's start with look and style. And you said this earlier. We don't really have this in the scale built in so far about like how treacherous the person is or maybe like how evil they really are. And maybe yeah. this fits into the look and the style because it's like how they, they carry themselves, like how, how you know diabolical they are. It sort of covers with the plan maybe too, but I don't know. What do you think of this guy's look and style? Dude, it's awesome, all right? I, I was loving this guy the whole time. I thought the best great. part of the movie is this is his villain. He first thing I, I actually audibly shouted "Holy ponytail" when I first saw this guy <laughs> when his when his first scene it was came. Good. It was it was so evil. This guy's haircut, and he's he's got a super white wet too white suit with like the floral print tie. Yeah, Are you tie? kidding me? Screams villain. His outfits were awesome. He's tall. He's he. He talks about ripping body parts out of your body. Yeah, he's going to rip he the guy's heart he out. He one guy with a heart. He threatened the liver for another guy. I think he threatened to pop a guy's head open. <laughs> PG movie. We're talking PG. Like, this is this is awesome villainy stuff. There's a picture of him, like, about to murder the grandpa in cold blood. <laughs> I'll put it on the Instagram. Like, he's, he's like, death gripping him. The grandpa, yeah. like, he kicked this guy's ass. And this like, is an old, feeble old yeah. man. What and is he was his- about to kill him. What's what was his gi, Drew? Like what? Like he looked like so Shredder. Good. See, he looked like he, Super Shredder, didn't he? This With could, the purple. This, I mean, there there is very much Ninja Turtle vibes with this movie. Though yes. I'm thinking about it because he was Shredder. He had a uh, a Tatsu, yes, you know, in in the big guy, and he had a a whole army of soldiers, like soldiers. Who, who were not good at fighting at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's one it way was, to put it. It was all it was it was all Ninja Turtles, you know, and like. Yeah. The the three California dudes were pretty much Bebop and Rocksteady. Exactly. Right? Trying to kidnap the kids. So this it's is true. very much turned to Turtles 5. And you had Leonardo, Raphael, and Michelangelo as the three ninjas. Really. It's very true. Master Splitter as, as Grandpa. Right? So it's like, it's pretty much Ninja Turtles. But if I have to rate this guy's look, I mean, I have to give him a five. I, I'm going I, five I have to easily. Because of the ponytail, the white suits, the, the floral ties... The silk pajama looking karate gi. Like, come on. His so ponytail was extra wet, too. It was so, it was it was so wet. His hair was so Terry wet. Terry Silver-esque. I mean, do you think they were going for a silver vibe? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what year? Was this before? Are we sure this was before Karate Kid 3? This is not after. When was Karate Kid 3 made? I'm going to, I should know this. 89, yeah. 89. Okay, so it was well after. Okay, good. So they knew what they were doing with yeah. that look. Yeah. They knew. But yeah. what was this guy's accent? Could you tell? Because I couldn't really get it. I, didn't, I don't know. I, really... I feel like I feel like English wasn't this guy's first language, which maybe I don't know. And, and you know, uh, this guy, this was pretty much this guy's only acting job, really. Which is sad because it's I funny. didn't think he was that. Like he wasn't good, but he wasn't that bad, yeah. right? I mean, I 
I didn't think he was that bad. Yeah. And he was like the the sad thing was when I looked at his IMDb, his second job was like an extra, basically. Like he went from being the main villain of this movie to being like an extra. Like yeah. what's that? Maybe either I mean he wasn't that great, honestly. But he but look, I've seen worse. He wasn't terrible. Maybe he just couldn't get another job. Maybe he just maybe didn't, he didn't like want it. it. I don't know. Yeah. His heart wasn't did, in it. Maybe maybe he wasn't an actor. Maybe. I don't know, because I think it could have led to more like, I don't know, not, you know, super great movies, but like you could have had a career. When you when you got a look like that, you have a future as a villain in yeah. all these movies. Like he could be typecast, yeah. but that's okay. Sure. He was good. He, he was a tall, imposing, scary guy. What'd you think of his martial arts moves? He was pretty good too. Pretty good. Yeah. Part of me thinks like maybe he was in the martial arts game. Yeah. And then he tried this one thing. It was a kid's movie. I'm going to be a villain in a kid's movie. I'll use my martial arts skills. I'll be all, you know, intimidating. And maybe he did it and he realized, you know, he didn't have passion for it. Maybe he tried out for another movie, auditioned for another one or two movies, didn't get it. Then he thought, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. This isn't for me. I see. That might just be how it went. What do you think of his hideout and his lair? Because he had some some pretty oh, man. pretty good so stuff here. He he also kind of had bison vibes to me. Yeah, where he had like multiple pretty cool hideouts and multiple outfits that were badass. So this is very very much bison territory. So first of all, his mansion very sweet. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. He in the beginning of the movie he had that warehouse, which every every good villain needs a warehouse. You need a warehouse. You have to have a warehouse. But then to top it off at the end of the movie, he had a shipping boat. What do you even call that thing? <laughs> it was like it, it was like a vessel. It was a huge like like vessel, like a navy boat, <laughs> <laughs> a vessel. Yeah, it Man. was. We had ninjas so, training yeah. out doing yeah. karate in a, in a boat. Like that's so, pretty awesome. Yeah, if you have a warehouse to store your arms, you have a mansion to kick your feet up. Yep, and then you have a. A vessel to transport yeah. your arms and your it's army. A total package. It's a total part. Total package. <laughs> Is this guy yeah. going to break the scale here? Yeah. Come on. And the and the the and the the boat doubled as his dojo for yeah. to train his shitty ninjas. <laughs> so it really, really, it had everything. Um, like this guy. Is, so I know where he's going to lose some points in the next couple of categories. Yeah. But the first two, I he's got a five, right? It's, it's, it's a five. Hideout Lair is a five, it's man. Good. I'm sorry. It's really good. I can't, I can't dock him. You can't dock you him. You can't. I, I think where we can knock him is is his plan here because, or maybe maybe it's the execution of the plan. Maybe not the plan itself. Well, because, the execution's part of it, so let's move. Let's yeah, talk about it. So, so he wants to sell missiles to some colonel, like we said, right? He wants to get his ninjas trained by the grandpa. He wants to take the grandpa back. He wants to plan. take out Sam Douglas because. He wants to be free to sell his arms. He said for only for a couple of weeks. So maybe he wasn't going to kill him. Yeah. But he was also going to kidnap the kids too, which is also pretty diabolical. I don't know. But I think like his execution was so bad. I, I And he, he like fell for the fake arms deal too, which yeah. is also bad. Yeah. I got, a, I got questions about the kidnapping of the kids. Yeah. The, the plan. The execution was flawed also, but the plan of it all. What what did it accomplish? Like, what was his goal there? I to guess get, to like distract Sam Douglas. But he brought him to his hideout, so like he pretty much he put him. attention on himself. And True. it's not it's not like it's Steven Seagal <laughs> who's going to come by himself, and That's then you can take him out. 
Sam Douglas is going to come with about 200, you know, FBI agents. <laughs> and they're going to arrest them. Like, it's going to happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, can beat, up, you can beat up grandpa all you want. <laughs> The FBI is going to be there, swarming the building. And maybe the boat is a bad, a bad place. There's well, nowhere to run. It's, it's a docked boat. So yeah. if it wasn't docked, yeah. then maybe it's better because you could like just, just ship away. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it was actually a bad, a bad hideout. Yeah. It was a sweet layer, but yeah. it was a bad layer for know, in terms man. of execution. It was pretty bad. It seems like kidnapping the kids just put undue spotlight on them. Like there's other ways to get at Sam Douglas. I feel. Yeah, I, I think, and plus the way that he went about kidnapping the kids, he had a really flawed plan for that too. Like yeah. he trusted his his like assistant's nephew, his <laughs> very nervous assistant, who probably shouldn't be trusted with major decisions. Yeah, like that's his downfall, and yeah. and also he executed his own arms deal. Like if you're that good of of an arms dealer. Mm. I don't know. I think maybe he should have had like a, a, a double or somebody to go. I don't with know, him. man. If it's that important of a deal to be dealing with like a foreign leader, you know, or, you know, something like that. Like, I feel like you got to be there for yourself. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, he escaped on the helicopter and he was good. At, he, he was a pretty good escape. That's bad. All the FBI that he got away. But you're right, though. As soon as that dude stepped out of that limo, that fake Arab guy. <laughs> yeah. Like he should have shot him like immediately. Yeah, he should. He, he let him get too close. He let him get too close. I think. I mean, how do we even talk about it? Because his real plan is just to sell the missiles, which yeah. isn't that diabolical. You know, it's like missiles it also get should, sold all the time. It, I feel like I don't mean to like knock his criminal, you know, abilities, but don't the missiles kind of sell themselves? It shouldn't be that they hard. Do. <laughs> they do. Once getting them is the hard part. Selling them <laughs> should be super easy, right? He had I mean, them. There's a market for them. <laughs> yeah. You don't need like you don't need yeah. to run like a, a yeah. Salesforce marketing campaign to no. sell the missiles. It's like no. you, you're good, man. It's like hey, you once got you them. got them, you can get rid of them pretty easy. And like, word I don't is know out. Why it's, I don't know why it's so hard for him to sell these missiles. Word is out. Like Hugo Slater's yeah. got the goods. Yeah. Like go to him. He, he doesn't need to do yeah. anything. It sells itself. You're right. I don't know. I think his plan's pretty weak, to be honest. Like I, I kind of want to go too. I like the plan of trying to convert the grandpa into like training his army because clearly true. they need it. They need that training. But were they so. really going to get that much better? They they had good... Let's talk about it in the next one, because they had eh. moves. But what do you give his plan? What do you give it? All right. Well, his, his plan's like a two, if that. If I, mean, I, I kind of want to dock him a point for falling for the fake's arms deal, too. Yeah, Let's I feel go like a one. one. Let's go one. Yeah. Because this guy can't be the best villain. He has all of this villainy and nothing to do with it. He doesn't execute it well. Yeah. He, he doesn't know where to go with it. He doesn't know where to go with it. It's a shame. I feel like he needs a partner. He does. Yeah, you know, he needs a, brains, a smart partner. A, he needs he needs a brains of the operation. You know, he needs the guy from Under Siege Two that yeah, that, that yeah. runs the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like he can like, but no, the but he guy? can still be the leader. But he needs like I don't know, like he needs a geek. Like his his assistant, his <laughs> he assistant, was too much of a geek. He, yeah, his assistant needs to be that guy, but he's too much of a wuss to actually like yeah. be useful. Like a like a wuss geek, and and he wasn't yeah. like a geek, like a brainiac geek. He just seemed like. A nerd, I don't know, and that leads right in perfectly into our yeah. last category, henchman, where he also where he also has flaws. So does he does he have a sub boss? Like, do you consider the guy that like the the muscle guy the yeah. sub boss? Yeah, his his Tatsu is definitely a uh, is a is is a sub boss. Disappointing, sure. Yeah, he got lit up. Sub boss, nonetheless. But you brought up a point in the previous thing that I do want to bring up is about all these like poorly trained or not so or guys that look like they know what they're doing these 
foot soldiers, for lack of a better term, yeah, right? The foot clan. So they have moves, like uh, aesthetically, they look like they know what they're doing, right? And you you go along also with the uh, California surfer dudes, the nephews, right? That go to try to kidnap Colt yeah. Rocky and Tum Tum. And it all comes back to a lot of guys getting their asses kicked by <laughs> a bunch of 10 year olds. Yeah. Now, I'm on record in this podcast as saying no kid can beat me at any sport. <laughs> And I I stand by that. I forgot what episode that was. Probably I think that was the rookie of the year episode. I think it was rookie of the year. So I don't care what you are. If you're 12 years old or under, I'm beating you at everything. So yeah, but let I don't me care ask if you you're this. really good at it. I don't care. So if a kid is like a ninja, he's a martial artist with a sword. He's yes. like a swordsman. Yes. You could still kick his ass. Yes. Because he should he shouldn't be able to hurt me. But he has a sword. How's, how's he going to hurt me? All right. A, like a kid with a gun could shoot me in the face. Yes, it could happen. <laughs> uh, that's true. If you're talking weapons. Yeah, but a sword, you know? But the, kid, the kids didn't have swords the majority of the time. It was mostly fist, fist cuffs. I don't know. Didn't he have and a foot, sword at one point in the beginning? What if he lights you up like you light up that other guy? <laughs> Starts kicking well, you in the, in the, in the, in the balls. And, and yeah, the, in the but, arm, in the groin. I mean... Are they that accurate? I feel like what it about took a couple, three of them? It took a couple kicks. It took so a couple kicks. Three no, kids. I can take at those. You, you're gonna I like shake them off right now. I'm telling you right now. I can take those. I can take those three kids three <laughs> on one. No problem. This Zero problem. All I have to do is just like guard my guard my testicles. You know, make sure they don't kick me in the balls. That's the only way they get me down. There's no way. First of all, Tum Tum, he's not hurting me at all. The oldest one, Rocky. He might it might hurt a little bit, but I like power through it. I'll pow, I'll power through it. <laughs> I would, Do you think listen, I'm crazy? Do you I don't think I'm crazy? Wanna, no, I don't want you to get hurt, but I would pay to watch this. <laughs> I w- I actually would like to watch you like fight martial artists I, that are like. I feel old. like it might take at least five 12 year olds to actually beat me up. You you really you really think you are you being serious right now? I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I don't I, care I'm if curious. they know karate. Kid karate. I don't care about kid karate. <laughs> kid karate. They're not strong enough to injure me. They're what telling about, you. So, so these henchmen, there's like a hundred of them. So these kids yeah. took them out. So are you calling them weak? Or are you calling Tatsu weak? Like, who are you calling weak? I'm calling all of them weak. They all need training. That's why Grandpa needs to get in there. That's why. That's why uh, Hugo Hugo Snyder needs to get Grandpa in the fold. That's why I, mean, I understand his plan there. Well, I mean, Snyder, he, he's got he's he's got the the foot soldier guys that you talked about. They definitely have moves, but maybe they, it's like all showmen. They're, they're like they're like show muscles, man. It's like they're yeah. gonna win a lot of good competitions. I'll tell you <laughs> what, man. The Kata medals that they're bringing home yeah. <laughs> are just they, they need they need new rooms for all the medals I, and trophies. I want to ask you, like, because I have another picture, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna post a bunch of pictures because I, yeah. I think there's some. Who are these guys? Like for real? <laughs> who the hell are these guys? Like, they look is like, this their they look job? Like, they look like forty-seven-year-old men. Drew, like, there's when they a take dude their with a mustache. Off. He yeah. took his ma- ma- yeah. mask off, and he's got a mustache. He looks like the guy from old school that tries to join the fraternity. Yeah. You think that most of these guys should be like thirty and under? Maybe a lot of twenty-year-olds that don't know where they're going in life. You think like about in the foot soldiers? Yeah, you think about like kids that that join the army, right? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. First of all, let me say, but it's like. You're not sure what you want to do. Maybe you want to like get your college paid for. You're not, you're unsure of your future. You know what? I'm going to join the army. It's like that's the type of person that, but on the bad side, that would go join yeah. one of these like well, foot, 
Foot Clans. Think about for lack of a better word. Ninja Turtles too. When when yeah. uh, what's it? Ernie Reyes Jr. goes in there and he's like hanging out with those those kids. Or, or you yeah. know the first one, that one kid that's like Danny. Yeah, yeah, Danny. Right? They're all they're like lost boys, right? Yeah, that's right. What they're exactly. Doing. It's it's young adults that like are not sure which direction in life they're going to go, and so they join this rogue karate ninja crew, Who and they get trained guys? to the minimal abilities. To just like be able to beat someone up by sheer numbers. I just, I don't know who these guys are. I'll post the picture because there's a picture of these guys walking off the boat. They got their mask off and it's guy's got like a mustache. He looks like a cop. Like one of the police officers or the FBI guys. To your point, they're not 20 year olds. They are like 40 somethings. Is this their full time job? And it's very strange. It's very strange. Is this like a part time thing? Do they know that this guy's an arms dealer? Like what are they doing? And and they're doing like karate. Like, or, or is this like the new dojo and they don't even know what they're doing? Like they're just they're here ah, dancing around. They don't even know they're working for an arms dealer. They're just they're just that they're at they're at class on the boat. Yeah, like man, this is a really gonna... this is a really weird spot to meet for karate practice. They don't know what they're getting into. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Like yes. who knows? Yes. It's weird to me. I see. And, and then the surfer dudes, like like we can't go the whole episode without talking with these surfer guys. No, like no, we gotta sure. just at least touch on it for a minute. Yeah. It's like I love these guys. I mean, this is the scene that you think of when you think of this yeah, movie. This is the like if you haven't seen this movie since you were freaking nine years old, nineteen ninety two. What you think of is these surfer dudes running around the house getting beat up by kids. It's like it's what the movie is like uh, advertised on. It's Home Alone, basically, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like the Home Alone aspect of it. And yeah, the scenes were great, but same thing. I don't care. These guys are not ninjas. They're not trained. They don't know karate. They just have those snub-nosed pistols that you talked about that everyone has. But <laughs> they should be able to kick those kids' asses. I don't care that they know karate. Yeah, I mean, look, let me, I, I wrote down all the house traps that they fell for. I'm just going to go through these super quick. Go for it. Because it's not like in, when we played Dead or Alive, when we did Home Alone 2, those were like, you know, get electrocuted, get in, you know, shot with a nail gun, kerosene lit on fire, you fall off a rope. Kevin McAllister was not mischievous. He was murderous. He's a murderer. These, I mean, kids, are, these murderer. kids are mischievous. I mean, I guess I, I, you could debate whether it's okay to murder like somebody who's trying to murder you. I don't know whether that what that yeah. what that's about. But the, these kids were <laughs> eye for an eye. I yeah, I'm Robbie's code here. <laughs> but you know, these house traps, right? So yeah. I wrote these down. I'll go through them super quick. One is like they tripped them and scared them into punching each other while coat dressed in all white in the drop cloth room, and he hit him with a piece of wood. Okay, that's a little comedic. Yeah. Then they locked him in the room and they had an elastic thing on the door and they tripped him while Coates stood behind him. Another goofy thing. Yeah. Then they poured dish detergent all over the floor and they made him slip and then they walked on top of him. And then they dropped jelly beans instead of micro machines and they tripped on them, which I call BS on because you wouldn't trip on jelly beans. You would just smush them. Yep. And then True. They, they threw CDs at their face like Frisbees. That's and just then, annoying. That doesn't hurt. That's just and annoying. then one that is actual murder they tie, they they tried to hang this guy. They, <laughs> they hung a guy. <laughs> they, they hung a guy. <laughs> <laughs> they hung him. And, and they, they like tied a bunch uh, of neckties of their dad yeah. and the keys. And they tied this guy's neck up and they swung him and hang him <laughs> off the stairs. That's that's actually pretty bad. <laughs> and and how he didn't die, I don't know. Yeah. And then they threw like pepper balls in their face. And then they X-laxed their soda, which Man. the guy who had his face in the sink why he didn't yeah. just drink the water from the sink? Yeah. He drank this like warm, I don't know, man. you know, stale soda. No, the soda had a, the, there's still ice cubes in it. It looked really good, actually. Yeah. Pre X, <laughs> pre X lax. But I got a question for you. You talk about like, you know, these ninjas, you know, the grandpa's a nice guy, probably teaches them honor, right? Yeah. What's the honor in 
busting into the bathroom of a guy who just got X-laxed. Yeah. And trying to fight a guy who's trying to take a shit. <laughs> like, where's the honor in that? Imagine fighting a guy. Imagine trying to fight while you have a stomach cramps. Like, and you're literally on the toilet. He didn't even wipe yet. <laughs> he, he, stopped, he didn't even wipe. That's not fair. That's so dishonorable yeah. of those kids to fight that guy while he's sitting on the toilet. There's, it's listen, so bad. There's it's so a- bad. I know he's trying to kidnap him. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, I, feel like, I feel like that it's beyond like the kidnapping. It's, it's like they, they were even yeah. until the toilet thing, and then now the kids are, are at fault. There's, like, there's a few vulnerable moments in a person's life. One is when, you're, when your butt's bare naked and you're, yeah. you're just, you just got to go. And, and you know that guy was cramped up, man. He was, he was feeling it. And he was, he was very vulnerable. And I agree. Not fair. You're not, not allowed. That's like a timeout. You got to like, yeah, time That's out. a timeout. Yeah. You're dishonorable. We're, you're not we'll allowed fight to again. fight. You can beat me up again, but can I wipe first at <laughs> least, please? Let me wipe. Can I wipe? <laughs> <laughs> I always think, you know, I always thought like, you know, what if like, you ever like go to the bathroom at like 2 a.m.? Yeah. And like, breaks into your house. And like, that's like the prime time. If, if someone's ever going to break into your house, it's in the middle of the night, right? Like imagine if someone breaks into your house while you're on while the toilet. Like what's your move? Do you pull your pants up right away? Like, what do you do? You don't have shoes. You're, it's like maybe you're in your underwear. You know? Maybe. I mean, like, are you going to call timeout? So, so like last week it was like super hot. And like in my bedroom, the AC yeah. doesn't flow up super great on yeah. a very hot days. So sometimes I sleep naked. I'm just going to say it. For all the ladies out there listening, I sleep naked. <laughs> We're earning and our then, parental advisory yeah. today, by the way. So so then I'm thinking to myself, all right, what if what if somebody <laughs> breaks into my house and tries to get me while I'm naked? Like, what's my move? Do I so I hear them downstairs. Do I quick like try to find pants? Or do I like jump out the window right away naked? Or like because maybe they have guns and I don't no, and they'll just get me. You gotta get so, you gotta get something to cover because you, you may be running down your street completely buck naked. Yeah, so like so my my bedroom window is like the the roof is right there, and I could like jump off of it and not be harmed, I feel. Yeah. So I could exit the building very easily through the window. But then are you gonna get arrested? So okay, you're gonna get arrested like, for being naked. Do I but that that maneuver is gonna take some time. And these theoretical bad guys that may like come in just to rape and murder me, I don't. I I gotta exit as quickly as possible. But like, do I find pants? It's dark. Do, do I do I know where the pants are? Do I have? Should I have pants like close by? You need just to, in case. Yeah. So some people keep the baseball bat by their bed. Yeah, you need to yeah. keep the baseball bat and the, the pants. pants. See, I don't sleep naked all the time. Only in really hot days. No, because what'll so. happen is you're going to be. They're breaking into your house, and instead yeah. of them getting caught for breaking into your house, you're going to get yeah. caught for being naked outside right. in decent exposure. You're yep. going to get arrested right away, and then they're going to steal all your stuff. That's what will happen. Exactly. But, like, in a roundabout way, that's what I'm saying is, like, this guy getting beat up while he's on the toilet and taking a shit, that's, like, one of my fears. It's not, is that, it's, it's not fair. Is that, yeah, it's not fair. Like, I don't want a guy breaking into my house while I'm on the toilet that I'm going to have to make decisions of, do I do I not wipe? Do I <laughs> do I do a bad wipe job, but quickly? Like, what do I do? I don't know. I, I think, you know, this guy, and, and was the other guy, so the other guy was going to the bathroom too, so they were both going. They were lucky there was two yeah. bathrooms in this house. It's a big house, a big house. They're lucky, I mean, yeah, they probably got like six bathrooms in this yeah. house. Six but bathrooms I, and only one bedroom with three kids because they're the selfish, surfer guys, the selfish. The surfer guys were part of my, my favorite part of the movie, and I know we didn't score this yet, but you definitely, I mean, Snyder's going to lose points for, for trusting his assistant's nephew, who he never met, for a pretty important job. Yes. Right? It was one of his... 
one of his key pillars of his plan to kidnap these kids. And yeah, I get it. The feds were buzzing around, so he couldn't go to their house and he couldn't go himself or he couldn't send his guys. But yeah. couldn't he have found like a hitman or somebody? Like he's sure. an arms dealer. He, he should has have people to in know the community. Guys for hire. You have to, if you're that high up, you know. Like, couldn't he? It's a bad so, move. I mean, I think, look, I'm going to give him a one here, honestly. I yeah, kind of want to give him it's, a one. It's a one because his his muscle. He had volume. He, he, he dropped in two seconds. Like, he was yeah. nothing. It's true. It's yeah. true. He had volume and he had numbers, but he didn't have quantity or quality. He had quantity no, he had and no quality. Zero quality. Zero quality. And I, look, I don't know. There's no. There's no category here. We we talked a little bit about his treachery, but the fact that he was about to murder an old man in, in cold blood, and then he got like he got hit. He threw the stuff in the guy's face, and then he fell, and he pulled the M16. He was about to shoot the kids and the grandpa. Like I think he might deserve a bonus point for that somewhere, or or but, just even the even the picture of him just holding up the grandpa and, and looking back at the kids. That grandpa might have been brutal. dead for all we know. That is, brutal. he might have actually been dead. Yeah. So if I if I recap for everybody, I know this was a weird way that we did this, but I think it was it was okay to go through the categories this way. So you got a five for his look and style, a five for his hideout and his lair, a one for his just awful execution of his okay plan, and then a one for his just awful, just terrible henchman. Yeah. So he's got, what is this, a 12? And maybe 12. you're going to give him another one for a bonus? I don't 12 know. 12 out of 20, yeah. 12 out of 20, it's not It's not the worst. It's not bad, but it's about the middle of the pack. It's about the middle he, of the pack. He has so much potential. He fizzled so out. So much potential. He and fizzled. I like this guy. He just fizzled yeah. out, man. He just fizzled out. He had the, like you said, he had the attitude of an all-time yeah. villain. It's just he had a better plan. Let, let's before we wrap up here. Let's just touch on the nostalgia factor. Like, sure. Were you happy you watched this? When's the last time you saw this? Oh, probably. I feel like I watched it like maybe fifteen or so years ago. So I don't know how. I don't know where. But like, I, I I I accidentally came across it. I was like, oh, you know, I'd love to watch this again because I wore the VHS tape out as a kid. Yeah. And then I remember thinking it didn't hold up when I watched it back then. And I feel like I enjoyed it a little more now than I did then. I agree. Certainly not as much as when I was a kid. But I was kind of bored by the end of it. Same with Batman and Robin. I was like, I, I enjoyed the first half a lot. Same. And right around the middle of when the kids were beating up the, you know, the Home Alone style uh, kidnappers was when I was like, all right, let's get on with it. And then when they got to the ship, I was like, checked out. I was like, I'm done with this movie. This, this movie was like heavy in my rotation as a kid. I, yeah. I mean, it was very quotable. Like, I remember oh, yeah. vividly remember, like, certain aspects of this movie, like the guy's pizza outfit, some of the quotes that the kids said. Like, I don't know. It just Rocky was so... Loves Emily. Yeah, exactly. Rocky loves Emily. Yeah, that, that was quoted. That was quoted in my house a lot. And when he hands him the cup after he put the X-Lax in it, what he says, like, it's good. And yeah. I just remember all these little things about it. But I completely agree with you. I really enjoyed the first half, but by the second half, I was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of dragging a little bit. It was still good, and I'm glad that I watched it, but it definitely doesn't hold up as much as like a Mighty Ducks would or some of those other movies that were in that other category. Like Mighty Ducks, uh, you know, even just Surf Ninjas to me is a, I love Surf Ninjas. It's a very cult classic. That movie mm-hmm. holds up pretty well to me. Sure. Maybe it's a little but, bit yeah. different. That's why. I think, but... a, yeah, I think of movies that dominated my, my uh, VCR, like uh, Turtles 1 and 2, yeah. Home Alone, this. Another movie that we mentioned earlier, Ladybugs. I watched Ladybugs a lot. 
I'd, I've never actually yeah. seen it. I just I'll have to check it I think out. It's, I think it's a movie we we can do on this show. It's one of those movies where you just can see why it's super popular to kids, especially of that time. But it doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities for adults. It's enjoyable enough for adults one time, but second, third viewings, you're like, all right, enough of this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm glad that we did it. It's been a long yeah. time since I had a chance to watch this, and I, I, I'm glad just for for Snyder itself because I I thought yeah. Snyder was was great. But yeah, I, he was very fun, very fun to watch. It was a type of villain that does well on this show. Yeah, and, I, and for that, I'm I'm glad that we watched it. Yeah. So I'm curious what everyone else thinks about this movie. Have you seen it recently? Does it hold up to you guys? Did you love it when you were kids? Let us know. Write in the Last Row Podcast at, at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at the Last Row Pod on Twitter. Write on the Facebook page for the episode posting, facebook.com slash the Last Row Pod. Same with Instagram, the Last Row Pod. Leave us a five-star review for enjoying the show. Thanks to everybody that took the time to do that. And somehow miraculously, we've maintained our 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 release schedule. <laughs> we'll be back yeah, in another another two weeks. We're not bad fathers of the yeah. podcast. We'll be back on Thursday, August 19th. And when we say we'll be back, we promise we'll, we'll, we'll actually we be, back. We'll be back. We'll actually be back on Thursday, August 19th. <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you guys next time. Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily.